Hello and welcome to the And Why Not episode 44, Deleted Scenes. Uh, we don't normally do this, but the Lost Boys episode was running particularly long and I had to cut some stuff out, but I enjoyed talking to Alina and I enjoyed some of the stuff we talked about. So I thought rather than making it a super long episode, I'd just take the cut stuff that we deleted from that episode and put it in this episode, uh, just so you can hear it if you want to. Um, it doesn't really impact on the main episode, it's just little tangents we went off on covering things like St Elmo's Fire, um, film critics and reviews, uh, the BBC Dracula series and Vampire Law, we talk a little bit about The Exorcist, Exorcist 3, uh, The West Wing, Mark Harmon and NCIS, I mean, we go everywhere. So uh, yeah, these are just the deleted scenes cut together to make a little mini episode uh, for those who are interested in listening to such things. <laughs> I'm a bit. I'm a. I'm not a big fan of reviews. Full stop. To be honest, of, of films because it's all subjective, isn't it? Really, yeah. because you could watch a film and you might have a particular genre of film that you enjoy and particular things in a film that you enjoy. And I could watch exactly that same film and I could absolutely hate it because that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. So how how can a how can a, a film critic be completely sort of down the middle? And unbiased because we're all we're all going to have our biases, aren't we? We're all going to yeah, have I mean, specific I, things to be like. I quite enjoy film reviews. I mean, it's largely what I do on this as well is armchair mm. film reviewing. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always said that you know it is subjective. It is yeah. your taste and that sort of thing. I th- sometimes I think it's quite interesting just to see what somebody's take on it was at the time. Oh, totally. Don't get me wrong. I and, still um, read them. Yeah, I'm still interested. And yeah, say. sometimes sometimes they're sometimes if you like a film, you're like, I don't know why I liked it though, and then you read a negative review, and be like. Yeah, maybe that's kind of what I liked about it. Actually. Yeah, yeah, or, you're or right. Or vice versa. Or you could be like, I really hated that film. And then you read a mm. review and like, actually, maybe I need to go back at it and look at it sort of from this point of view. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they do serve a purpose, I think. But I think they should be taken as somebody's opinion rather than, yeah, so, I'm not going to yeah. go and watch Batman and Robin because they said it was shit. Yeah, to- totally. Which and Robert Reber praised, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, sometimes when you, when you read a review and... You either well, you either watch the film and then read a review, or you read the review and watch the film. Sometimes the the, the person who's doing reviewing hasn't quite quite clearly hasn't got it. They haven't yeah. understood the whole premise of the film, and that's not to say that you know I'm culturally superior to them. But I've I, you know I've some films I've seen an obvious sort of thread through it, whatever that may be. But whoever's reviewed it's reviewed it very sort of superficially, and you think you've not really understood the real thing of that, unless I'm reading into something completely different because you do you, we all read into things don't we yeah. we, we sort of see <laughs> yeah. sort of allegories in things and different connotations we just anybody think... who's seen a snyder bro on line or no <laughs> 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 but it is i mean partly for me it was the excitement of being able to stay up late sometimes or catch it on a saturday afternoon the repeats of barry norman on film Mm. It's like I had no idea the films he was talking about. I just loved the way he talked about it. It was more yeah. of the entertainment of watching him. Um, yeah, totally. How he did it. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's largely sort of what piqued my interest in film kind of things. We went to Farmageddon once uh, many years ago, which is basically I can't remember the the catchphrase they used, but it's brilliant because in the um, in the summer it's called Farmer Jacks or something, and kids yeah. can go on like uh, you know tractor rides. Come sort of September October, they turn it into this horror place. And you go into these like warehouses and it's really, it, sh- it shits you up. Anyway, I wasn't expecting this, but we came out of this kind of, um, they do them in the cattle sheds and stuff. So they stink and they've got these, these people dressed up. They can't touch you and you can't touch them. If you touch them, you're out, you know, if you hit them or anything like that. But this is a bit where we, we, we kind of, we've come out of this, this um, kind of cattle shed, if you will. 
didn't know there was a guy stood behind the door with a bloody chainsaw. And we came out and he, he read this chainsaw up and I just went, I just screamed and ran <laughs> like the wind. <laughs> the fact that, you know, it wasn't, well, I don't think it was a real chainsaw. I've no idea because they're bloody heavy. But Jesus, I wasn't expecting that. That was it then. I, I needed to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I was absolutely shit myself. Did you ever used to watch the Darren Brown thing that was on Channel 4? It used to be on yeah. a Friday night. The one where he had the guy playing the zombie computer game, like the arcade game, and it was hypnotising him. And then yes. he went under. And then they took him across the road and put him in a warehouse that was done up to look exactly like yes. the game. And then yes. snapped him out of it. Yeah. That poor bastard. I was like, I'm Jesus. amazed he didn't die. It's, it, they, they must they must go through some kind of um, health check. Yeah, they've got that to. Could, could give you, we'll give you a bloody coronary, couldn't they? I mean, they and definitely then, have to now. But... Yeah, oh, Christ, yeah. And I know they do those kinds of things. They have to do a big sort of decompression session afterwards to, 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 to sort of uh, bring you down from it. Yeah. So sort of, you know, I forgot what it's called. I'm calling it decompression, but there is a word for it, don't they? Where they de- like debrief you out of it, yeah. kind of thing. I think, bloody Nora. <laughs> I remember that was, I, in yeah. that situation, I just like everything would leave my body. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yes. It's like, yeah, nothing would be contained. It'd be like, no, I, I have to evacuate myself, I'm afraid. No. It was like, there was those weird viral videos a little while ago of like somebody walking around a corner and there was just a horde of zombies walking towards them. I was like, I'm amazed nobody like just started beating the crap out of one of them yeah. zombies. Yeah. Well, no, because you'd think, whoa, if they bite me, I'm I'm going the other way, I'm afraid. <laughs> they sort of get cornered, and it'd be like, at that oh. point, I would like pick up whatever blunt instrument I could find, and I would start smashing heads in, because yes. that's what every film showed me to do. Yeah, oh, totally, because you've got to get them through the head, haven't you? It's like, <laughs> no, it's not for me. It's like, um, I don't like... mind slow-moving zombies, but if you watch, like, the, the is it The Train to Busan? Fast-moving zombies? No, yeah, it's like 28 no. days later and that. It's like, no, oh, this, is God. All, this is all wrong. When they start running, oh, my God, we watched The Train... Is it? Yeah, it's got yeah, the train, train to Busan. Busan yeah. yeah, we watched it at home uh, on video a few years ago now. And I'm not joking, Stuart, but I was I was doing this thing where I couldn't go to the cinema and watch something like this because I kept going oh, and I kept putting my arms up. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's ridiculous. But it's the it's the it gets the it gets the heart going because the fact they're moving so bloody fast. You're thinking I, you you can't get away from them and they're all clambering over each other. Oh no! Sorry, we've we've gone off on a zombie thing and we're talking no, about vampires. No, that's fine. <laughs> Well, sort of how horror has sort of evolved, well, isn't it? Of From this it is. sort yeah, of yeah. fun, not quite all ages horror film to yeah. And I love the um the little sort of um nod to St Elmo's Fire because they had you had a Rob Lowe picture, Rob yeah. Lowe poster at the back. So I mean, I love St Elmo's Fire again, a proper um Brat Pack film, and and you know I've I've been to I've been to some of the places in in Georgetown in DC where where it was filmed and stuff, and it's just I I love. I love that little nod. And there was also a poster of Molly Ringwald as well. And she was always in the Brat yeah. films and stuff. So I, lo- I love those little, because you think, why would a, a kid have a Rob Lowe poster, you know, a 16 year old lad have a Rob Lowe poster? But he was cool. He was, he was cool. a cool guy. And of course, it's that nod to, to St. Elmo's Fire because Schumacher did that, didn't he? So yeah. it's, it's See, I, I have, like that. I have a, mi- a weird relationship with St. Elmo's Fire and I'll watch it. I'll be like, I, I really like that film. Mm. And then I'll watch it and be like, no, I don't. These people are all awful. Oh god! Oh god! Yeah, I'm one hundred percent in love with Ali Sheedy in it, but yeah, I'm in love with Ali Sheedy and a lot of things that Ali Sheedy's in. Well, um, to be fair, it's like me with Alexander that scene McCarthy. with the, when yeah. her and um, Andrew McCarthy get it yeah. on in that film is so beautifully done because it's, it's it's clumsy and it's it is exactly it is. what it, it's yeah. like in real life. It's not like you know suddenly everything goes blue. Yeah, and... exactly. It's you know that the, the shower door goes. She's still got her pearls on uh, around her, and it, yeah. I, I like oh, that. Oh, that is sexy as anything. Oh, don't. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
totally. It's, it's Hang on, a, we're taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's no, a great... But, I get to the end of the scene, film, yeah. like, these people are all dicks. I hate them all, and I didn't particularly enjoy the film. And then I'll be like on YouTube, mm. like, I fancy listening to Man in Motion. I'll watch the video. Yeah, like, it, I love Sin Elmo's Fire, don't I? I'm going to have yeah, to watch it's, that. It's weird, isn't it? Because I suppose that's a sign of, of a good bit of acting if you dislike those characters, because they are particularly dislikable. You know, like one's like a horrible Republican, the um, Judd, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, yeah. yeah. And you've got He's Emilio a horrible Estevez, shit. who's just creepily stalking yeah. Andy McDowell. Yeah, and but like I say, just... you watch the video to the song, you're like, that film's amazing. I need to watch yeah, it. Again. Yeah. Although my yeah. favorite bit in the video is the look of contempt that um Jed Nelson gives um John Parr. Oh <laughs> as they're walking away. Because you've got that horrible awkward bit where John Parr's singing bits of the songs of each of them. Like Rob Lowe looks at me like, you dick. I've not then, seen it, walk... I've, not, I've never seen that. So watch uh... it, watch for the very end right. they're all walking off, just the right. look of utter contempt on Judd Nelson's face where he's like, I can't believe I'm in this fucking video. <laughs> Brilliant! I'll I'll seek that out. Definitely. He's like, I'm going to be in the movie Steel in about fucking ten years, but I can't believe I'm in this video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! He's got to oh, look like. God. Don't sing to me, you prick! Don't sing to me, you prick! It's an amazing <laughs> song and it's an amazing video. It's so eighties, it hurts. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. No, it is. It's a great film. Yeah, and then Rob Lowe, he, he was brilliant in The West Wing. I don't know yes. if you've seen The West Wing. Yeah, I love The and West Wing. Brilliant in that. Really, really good. There's, there's quite a few characters or actors, should I say, that pop up in that. And you think, oh. That's so and so like thing like um Timothy Busfield, who was in um 30 something. Yeah. He turns up and he's really good. And Alison Janney is just fantastic in anything she does. She's so damn good who played CJ. But yeah, I started I lo- watching I NCIS because of the West Wing, because I really liked Mark Harmon in it in his small ah, okay. Oh protected. yes, he did. That's right. And that's then I was right, just yeah. channel up in one day and it was like, oh, that's Mark Harmon. Yeah. Because I remember that... him from summer school as well, which was another 1987 film. <laughs> Yeah, the, the six degrees of separation, isn't it? All yeah. these people that are, you know, in these different things. Wow. Well, it's like, this NCIS program's crap, but I quite like it. It's just something yeah. you can put on in the background. And yeah, it's funny, isn't 20, it? Like 20 odd seasons later, I'm like, yeah, I'm still watching it. I'm still watching it, even though it's like that thing, I'm watching it <laughs> he's now. He's not even in it anymore, it now, yeah. but it's, it's Gary Cole now. I like Gary Cole as well. He was I like good Gary in Cole, yeah. He's, he's great in Veep, Gary Cole. Oh, he's really, he's really amazing good. in American Gothic. Oh, yeah, I bloody loved series. American Gothic. I loved that. That was just my cup of tea, that. Yeah. Everybody decries the fact it was only one season, but I was like, no, I think that's what made it perfect. Yes, doesn't need to go on and I don't on, know where else on. they really could have gone with it. I think yeah. they nailed it, so... Yeah, and he was good in Nightcaller. Was it called Nightcaller? Where he played a, he played like a DJ doing a night shift and he'd get people calling in. Yes, I think and that, yeah. That, that was some years ago now. God, I'm going back some years, but he was good. But yeah, American Gothic was brilliant. I loved that. Must try and dig that out again. Mm. Yeah, I think it was available on DVD for a while. I don't know if ah. it's still. It might pop up even be on Peacock or one of the streaming. Yeah, things. yeah, you're right. You find them on these, these, yeah, it's these amazing little... how many streaming things there are, and they still haven't got the programs on you want. I know you search them, you think, and then when you do find them, they're on something that you have to pay extra money for. It's like, no, yeah, stop that. I'll wait till it comes on something I do already subscribe to. You know. It's like this, yeah. So many places you can just dump stuff that's already made, so it's got to yeah. be fairly cheap to show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nothing else. People will rediscover it and will discover it for the first time. Exactly. Yeah. New, in this age new, of Stranger uh... Things, you might find an audience pick it up off the back of it. But... Exactly. Yeah. Looking for that kind of nostalgia again, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, justice for Gary Cole. Yes. <laughs> Although I'm sure he's making nice NCIS money now, so he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't need to be Gary. Gary. Yeah. He's fine. He's Gary right. Cole's like, yeah, I'm doing fine. Don't worry about yeah. me. Don't worry about me. I'm paying my mortgage. You. You're absolutely fine. Because <laughs> I know when we watched and I. I know people, there was different reviews on it, but I personally really enjoyed it. it was the BBC Dracula that was on, that was three, those three episodes with uh, Klaus Bang. I didn't Bang. watch it. I meant to it watch it. I just, 
I had so I many things it. to watch. It fell oh. by the wayside, unfortunately. It was, we didn't watch it when it first came out. Um, I think we then watched it, um, I think it would have been 2019. We watched it over, no, it came out over Christmas 2019 and then we watched it at the beginning of 2020 because um, a colleague of mine said it was brilliant. So I thought, I'll, I trust what she says, actually. Watched it, loved it, absolutely loved it. But again, it could be set in that, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it could be set in a way that there isn't mobile phones and stuff. But yeah. if you get the chance to do it, watch it because... I personally, I know people listening to this might go, oh, I thought it was a load of shit. I loved it because it had everything for me. The whole yeah. vampire lore. They talk about a bit of the like, vampire lore in there and they, they they discuss it a bit further, which I really liked. Um, Klaus Bang is brilliant in it. And it's just, I, I just loved it. And it, it is a bit gory. There's gore in it, but it's just so well acted. It's so good. I, I, I can't talk highly enough. It's absolutely brilliant. It's such a, such a de, de, sort of departure from True Blood which was obviously very American, very, you know, uh, girls in short skirts and that kind of, oh, you know, the kind of woman in need and all that kind of stuff. And don't get me wrong, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. But it, it was, to a degree, it was a little bit of vampire porn. It got yeah. quite, you know, it was definitely an 18 um, kind of thing. But this um, Dracula, BBC Dracula was brilliant. It was so good. It was just, it, it, was, it was of its time, the way it was done, but I won't spoil it for you because it's... Yeah. So good. It's really, really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So yeah, because it was sort of the nineties in particular was a weird sort of age for vampires. Because you had Interview with a Vampire, you had Buffy the Vampire Slayer was on telly, you had John Carpenter's Vampires, which is an absolutely ridiculous fucking film, but I really love it. <laughs> Even though it's got James Woods in it and he's all sorts of problems in real life. <laughs> oh, just a bit. Yeah, yeah. Again, that was so heartbreaking when I had to follow him on Twitter. I was like, oh, oh. James Woods is not my kind of guy. God, he's so, just oh, again. I, I can separate the performance from the man. Yes, so. you ha you have to. Unfortunately, when you when you start reading into people from various films, you just think, holy shit, these people are crazy. But you have to separate the art from the artist, don't you? It, it comes up frequently, but I had to unfollow Dean Kane. It was heartbreaking. I was like, <gasps> you were the Superman I grew up with. God, it's such a absolute. Yeah antithesis of what's there's there's nothing better than a a, a global pandemic to bring out yeah. the true personalities of people and that's when you think holy cow yeah you're not the kind of person i want to uh, follow thanks very yeah much. <laughs> i un unfortunately broke it to um andy cliff when we were talking about um the phantom because uh kirsty swanson who was the original buffy the vampire slayer right. she's also in the uh dean kane gamp oh dear but but yeah, no, in, in Vampires, James Woods is great. I love the bit where he's explaining vampire law. He's like, you know, you wave garlic at a vampire, he'll munch on it when he's fucking you up the arse or something. It's like, that's not a PC line at all, but it's very funny the way you're delivering it. <laughs> but, but I do love the way, like, you know, vampire law changes from interview with a vampire. It's, yeah. Everybody seems to have their own unique take on the vampire law and their own yes. spin on it. Yeah. And. I just don't know where you could go with this that would be fresh and original that would add mm. anything to vampire law. Well, that, that's it, isn't it? Because it, it's all pretty much of a muchness. It's, I mean, the, the law around it stays pretty much the same. It's just whether or not they become how they turn, how yeah. they are turned, should I say. So that, that can change. And that, that differs like with, with the Lost Boys. It was half vampire and they had to make the first kill. You know, and then I'm trying to think with the BBC one, it was... Um, yeah, I think it was a, a, around the thing of if they got bitten, they turned and they could also you know, fully drain them and that kind of stuff. You got True Blood where they had to, they could, if they bit them, they didn't get turned. They just fed on them. Yeah. They, they would just feed, they were just like like food for them. But if they did turn them, they would have to completely drain them, put them in the ground 
stay with them in the ground until they converted. And then they had to look after them and teach them to be vampires. So yeah. they had to sort of, they didn't just know how to be a vampire. They had to teach them and teach them the the the, the ways the ways of vampirage, shall we say, and how to not just kill people and you can't and only feed on them. So you can't feed on too much or you'll kill them. And, you know, they're all that kind of yeah. very nice etiquette of how you should and shouldn't do things. You can't just willy-nilly kill people, you know, kind of thing. So I, I like that, but you're right. I don't think anything fresh could be added to this. And no, because I mean, just... the, the Buffy thing was that once you turned into a vampire, you lost your soul. Because that Got was the you. whole thing with the angel character was the, Got you. Right. the gypsy put a curse on him that put his soul back into him. So right. he then had to live with everything he'd done as a soulless vampire. So, you know, it's like I see. it takes away all your inhibition. So you're quite happily killing men, women, kids, yes. whatever. And then yeah. sort of when it comes back, he loses that horror. But then you get the mythology of different things where you... It might actually be Bram Stoker's Dracula, isn't it? Is that where you have to get bitten and drink from Dracula as well? I think, yeah. So that, so you think about Lost Boys, that takes a bit of that as far as there was, yeah. wasn't a bite, but he had to drink the blood you and that was the, the thing blood, that, And then you yeah. had to feed off somebody else, didn't yes. you? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I love law like that. I bought a book on vampire law. Oh, brilliant. Which, really, which it's a bit, it wasn't the best book, to be honest, but it was... Back in the days before the internet, where you just went in a bookshop and bought you the could book. Just, yeah, absolutely. No, I, um, I love... I love law. I, I was just really going to say law. the same thing. Yeah. Um, we mentioned I mentioned it on the Men in Black one. Um, my eldest was into Power Rangers, so I watched a load of videos on YouTube about the history of Power Rangers. And the law in Power Rangers, the programme itself is absolute shit. It's just not... Well, it's not shit. It's not for me. But the law in it is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, really I, put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, I like that. The fact that I mean, if you think about the law around vampires and, and stuff, it's it's I suppose it's come down from years of years and years ago, isn't it? You know, you think about Vlad the Impaler and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And and I, I like the law around things like zombies and werewolves, and I I love all that kind of thing. You know, the whole uh, making sure you take the head off with a zombie, getting through the he- either the brain if they bite you, you turn. And I, I just love all all that kind of things around these fix fictional monsters as it were but i particularly like vampires there's something about the whole vampire thing that i i just i just love it's just um it, it does every, it does it all for me because i was so, a yeah, massive was... exorcist exorcist 3 fan so i deep dove into all that yeah lo- and, i know. love the exorcist we we went um we went to the exorcist steps in georgetown in dc um, the last time we went to DC because Georgetown's not all that far away, but, but we did we did go there on a a, a tour, a walking tour with a, a guide who took us there and pointed out that the house is nowhere near the steps because it isn't. And yeah, he and just it looks completely different because they had to add a different bit. So yeah. you have the window that absolutely when he steps. throws him out and stuff. But yeah, I actually we went we went running in DC and we ran up the steps. By God, I nearly coughed up a lung when I got to the top. They're really steep and really long. <laughs> My first thing with the step i've never been but my first thing with the steps was in the video shop the poster for exorcist 3 because it's george c scott stood at the top of the stairs because the whole tagline for it is dare you walk these stairs again brilliant it's it and they're so they're so insignificant because they're just they're tucked they're going to spoil it now for people but they are tucked at the back of a car park yeah so there's a car park there and we we ran past them and I thought, I was looking at the map going, they're, they're here somewhere. Where the hell are they? So we'd run past them. And then you, we were running out of Georgetown going, we're out in the middle of nowhere. I'm not comfortable here. So I ran back and looked to my left and went, they're here. So you go to this this back of the, the car park, you go up the steps, then you end up on another sort of level, if you will, of Georgetown, where there's all these beautiful, very expensive houses. Yeah. Very expensive. And then you, if you carry on, you go to the bar that was used in um, St. Elmo's Fire. It's called Tombs. 
so so it's like so there's all these little, little yeah. sort of things that you go oh look there's the there's the university there's this there's that but i'm sorry i've gone off on a tangent on the no. exorcist <laughs> i might have to get you back on to do the exorcist then oh i bloody love the exorcist oh, it's like great. I, say, I love the exorcist exorcist 2 can jump in the sea um, <laughs> i don't think i've seen the other exorcist i think I'm, exorcist I'm a bit 3 a... is really good it's not a horror film it's a detective movie with oh, horror okay. elements um oh. i recommend getting the arrow version because it's got the theatrical cut and the william really? peter blatty's preferred cut i'm gonna write, i'm writing that down um it was released by arrow um video um you can probably oh, get an you. arrow trial still on amazon prime so you can watch the theatrical oh. cut on there oh brilliant might be worth looking into yeah oh, i, I, I that, didn't yeah. think i'd like it i haven't watched two but I, like i say i loved it and it's it's a true sequel to the exorcist because it oh, yeah. carries on with Damien Karras character and that sort of thing oh, which fabulous. wasn't meant to be but it's yeah you'll see if you watch both cuts and read do a little bit of reading up on it but it's right I love it it's great um oh great and the two prequels yeah. they did were both dog shit as well uh right yeah no I'm a bit I'm a, a sort of exorcist sequel virgin I'm purely on the, the main exorcist and it's quite funny because I like say, to don't see... go into Exorcist 3 expecting Exorcist again sure of course yeah yeah it's very much like a late 80s early 90s yeah. like paranormal thriller kind of thing uh, Okay, cool. But even not so much that, but it's so good. Because I saw, oh, actually, I wonder whether I should say this. If, you, if you're going to, if you do get me back on for the Exorcist, I might save this about when when I saw the Exorcist. It's, yes. Yeah. So I'll save that as well. I have a lovely story with that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting because, again, Exorcist wasn't one that, you know, the video box scared me. It was the fact that everybody told me that, like, you know, people were killing themselves after they watched it and all that. I know. All the law around it put me off watching it for years. Then when I finally watched it, I was like, this ain't yeah. so bad. No, these yeah, these people were were clearly already had some issues before they went to yeah. see it. I think either that or they were just you know getting I, up I, a bit of. I think it was more media hype than it. Yes, was. I think so too. Somebody yeah. went out and threw up, and they were like, "Yeah, he killed himself." Yeah. yeah oh God. Yeah, they fainted. Fainted in the aisles. It's like no, they probably they probably had low blood sugar level. That's why they fainted in the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the episode 44, Deleted Scenes. Hope you enjoyed listening to them. And don't forget, if you haven't listened to the main episode yet, that one's still available now, along with all the other Am I Not episodes. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with Night of the Creeps. Thanks for listening. Bye.